You're listening to the Brooks Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 68, How to Spiral Up. Have you ever experienced a downward spiral? Those moments that knock you off course, and then it's all downhill from there. <laughs> we all have our triggers that can set things in motion. What we don't always realize is the spiral can be traveled in two different directions. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to spiral up, and more specifically, what things we can do to help us get back on track in the right direction. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's available at Deseret Bookstores, and it's online at Amazon.com filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the best version of yourself. Thank you to all of you who have left a review for this podcast, or you've taken the time to share it with a friend. As many of you know, I am not active on social media. This is a deliberate choice that helps me to have the creativity and the focus to make this podcast the best that it can be. So the only way this podcast grows is by word of mouth. It's by you. Thank you for taking the time to share this with your friends and support this effort. I love you for it. Today's review of the week comes from Allie Howe Hub. She says, I wish I found Brooke sooner. She's an angel on earth. I've been putting off writing a review because I want it to be perfect. Since that's impossible, I decided to just go for it. No words could express my gratitude for Brooke's courage to make changes and learn lessons from her life and then share them with us. I love the easy to do practices. My favorite episode has been all of them, but I've listened to floors and ceilings at least once a week since it aired. It's not like Brooke is sharing things that you have to add to your life to be more busy. Rather, by applying her wisdom, I found that I've let go the things that don't matter and my time is spent doing only the uplifting and good things. Walking the path of virtue has become practical and doable. Thank you, Brooke, for being authentic, courageous, and part of my A-team. Thank you so much, Allie, for your review. I love that you are feeling that walking the path of virtue is practical and doable. That practical part is pretty important. And I'm so excited for today's episode because we're going to get really practical with a major principle of the gospel that we often leave in the abstract. Practical. We want to make things practical. Thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. Allie, you are doing amazing things in the world. Keep going. I'm cheering you on. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings and your reviews and your shares this is what makes this podcast possible. So thank you so much for sharing. Now, you're probably quite familiar with the term downward spiral. We have all experienced it. We get triggered by something and then just like a domino, everything else seems to go wrong. The internal battle of our thoughts and feelings reactively responding to life around us. We can get knocked down and stay down and even worse, fall further into the black hole. Maybe we're triggered by a relationship. Maybe we're triggered by social media, like a comment or post. Maybe we're triggered by a disappointment, something we really hoped for, but didn't receive. Or maybe like me, 
You're just hungry and tired and being happy and nice can feel so out of reach. We all know what the downward spiral feels like. What I want to talk about today is how to spiral up, not down. Now I invite you for a moment to imagine a spiral in your mind. What do you see when you think of the word spiral? For me, I instantly think of a grand spiral staircase, a staircase winding its way up dozens and dozens of stories. On a staircase, you can travel two different directions. You can go up and you can go down. Either way, you aren't going straight up. You're traveling in a spiral. This same spiraling path exists in our own life. Because we are imperfect humans who make mistakes, we don't progress in a straight line to heaven. (laughs) And because of God's tender mercies, we also don't fall straight down to rock bottom in one straight shot. Both directions travel incrementally. They spiral. And each turn in the spiral is created by a choice we make or a thought we choose to believe. My all-time favorite literary character is Anne of Green Gables, which is a delightful tale of an orphaned girl who was adopted by an aging brother and sister who live on a farm called Green Gables in the late 19th century. Now, I don't know, maybe it's her red hair, (laughs) maybe it's her wild imagination that leads her to get into all kinds of scrapes, but deep down, I think the real reason I relate to Anne so much is her temper and her fiery spirit. When Anne arrives as an orphan to live at Green Gables, she is immediately enrolled in school and her caregiver, Marilla, takes on the mission to civilize her. Anne has never prayed before. She's never been taught social protocols. (laughs) But even without a moral upbringing, Anne has a natural temper inside her that at times cannot be contained. On the first day of school, her new classmate, Gilbert Blythe, teases her about her red hair. He pulls on her braids and he calls her carrots. Immediately, Anne explodes in rage, leaps out of her seat, and in a feat of pure defense against her wounded pride, she smashes her chalkboard slate over his head, breaking it in two. (laughs) Not exactly a great first impression on the first day of school. Gilbert Blythe is astonished by her reaction and immediately forms a healthy respect for Anne. He apologizes for calling her carrots and offers a truce. But Anne, far too prideful, refuses to accept his apology and gives him the silent treatment for the next several years, years of school. Friends, can I tell you how much I relate to Anne? (laughs) I too can have a temper. I too have reacted. I haven't broken any slates over people's heads yet, but I've reacted in equally abominable ways in my life and then felt so committed to my response that I too have missed out on a moment of choice that could have helped me spiral up instead of down. Gilbert's sincere apology was a turning point. 
and Anne decided to keep heading down instead of changing direction. Not to spoil the story if you haven't read it, but eventually, years later, Anne and Gilbert become dear friends after she is faced with another turning point in which she accepts Gilbert's help to save her from a perilous situation. She turns direction in the spiral and chooses to head up instead of down. That turn changes the whole course of her life. Sometimes in the downward spiral, we encounter moments of turning and we don't even realize it's a turn. Like Anne, our pride can get in the way and we refuse the apology and we hold the grudge or we feel shame and we believe the interpretation of events so freely given from Satan's perspective and we're led downward with a flaxen cord. We don't always see the turns. When I was a teenager, I remember sitting in church and listening to a talk given by a 19-year-old boy in my ward, and he was getting ready to leave on his mission. And he had already lived quite the life with plenty of downward spirals, but he had turned direction. And with the power of the atonement of Jesus Christ, he was now heading up. I will never forget what he said in his talk. He said, life is like a staircase and we're trying to climb our way back to God. It doesn't matter what step you're on. It only matters what direction you are facing. It doesn't matter what step you're on. It only matters what direction you are facing. Whether you are on the bottom of the staircase or the top, what direction you face is the only thing that really matters. The direction you face determines which direction you travel. The imagery of the spiral is important to understanding our growth. We are all like little babies trying to figure out life. We're human. We react. We mess up. We get off track. We start a new habit and we last two days and then we forget or we don't do it. We desire to have great relationships. Oh, but then we get offended or we yell or speak unkind words. We are constantly getting off track. It's part of life. It's supposed to be this way. When Adam and Eve left the Garden of Eden, the Lord told them to learn by experience. Learning by experience most definitely sounds like a spiraling adventure, not a straight shot journey. Because we learn by experience, one of the most important skills we can master is what to do in the turns. How do we return? How do we course correct? Brian Tracy, in his book entitled Flight Plan, The Real Secret of Success, explains that life is like an airplane journey. From the time you take off, you will be off course 99% of the time. All airplanes are off course 99% of the time. The purpose and role of the pilot and the avionics is to continually bring the plane back on course so that it arrives on schedule at its destination. Did you hear that? The airplane is off course 99% of the time. He continues saying, 
The real secret of success is that you must be prepared to make continual course corrections. Just as an aircraft faces headwinds, downdrafts, storm fronts, wind shear, lightning, and unexpected turbulence, you will experience the same in the pursuit of any worthwhile goal. Close quote. We must learn how to return and spiral up, not down. But how do we make those turns? How do we actually turn things around when we're heading down? Have you ever felt the momentum that can come with spiraling down? How do you stop it and head in the other direction instead? How do you return and spiral up? In the scriptures, this process of returning and spiraling up is probably the most common theme we hear about. The Lord calls this return, repentance. In the LDS Bible Dictionary entry on repentance, it reveals the original Greek translation, which defines repentance as a change of mind, a fresh view about God, about oneself, and about the world. Since we are born into conditions of mortality, repentance comes to mean a turning of the heart and will to God, and a renunciation of sin to which we are naturally inclined. Close quote. Repentance is a turning, a return. This return brings a change of mind, a fresh view about God, about oneself, and about the world. How else does our view change unless we have literally turned around and we move up instead of down? We move towards light instead of towards darkness. Today, I would love to expand your mind about repentance. If repentance is the return in getting back on course and turning toward God so we can spiral up, what does that actually look like? Too often, repentance stays in the abstract or we limit it to asking forgiveness in a prayer. But true repentance means we have literally turned direction. We are returning to the course and heading up. Now let's make this super concrete, shall we? Friends, getting a good night of sleep can be repentance. Have you ever felt the change of heart that can come by just going to bed and getting a full night's sleep? Goodness, the whole world can absolutely look different in the morning. Matthew Walker in his book, Why We Sleep, says, The bridge between despair and hope is a good night's sleep. Amen to that. <laughs> Repentance can be getting a nourishing meal. Have you ever felt the change of heart that can come by going from a hangry state to suddenly having things feel and appear so much better? Repentance can be getting outside in nature. Have you ever gone on a walk or visited the ocean or mountains or even a city park and you've unplugged for long enough that your soul feels totally revived? You suddenly feel a change of mind, a fresh view about God, about oneself, and about the world. Repentance can be taking a vacation or a nap or a break. 
Repentance can be talking to a good friend who understands you and loves you. Repentance can be journaling out your fears or your anxieties. Repentance can be moving your body. Have you ever felt your heart and mind change about life just from going on a bike ride or a walk or a run or a good workout at the gym? I think we have limited our understanding of repentance for far too long. We relegate it to making amends or feeling remorse or trying to not do bad things anymore. (laughs) But the definition I see here is gloriously so much more. Most certainly, we need tools that will help us fix relationships and poor choices. I can tell you that my ability to make an apology or try again is profoundly helped if I'm also taking the time to implement habits of self-care. Self-care fundamentals into my life, or as I like to call them, habits of repentance. All of these things help me have a fresh view about myself, about God, about the world. All of these things change my heart. All of it is repentance. Can you see how silly we are to tell ourselves we don't have time for those things or that they aren't important? It's repentance. It's what helps us to turn around. It's what helps us to see ourselves, God, and the world differently. We spiral up, not down. If you wonder why you may have ever felt resistance to these fundamental repentance habits, consider for a moment why that might be. Satan knows these fundamentals are forms of repentance. He knows they will give you a new view of yourself, God, and the world. He knows they help turn your heart back. He knows they help you spiral up. Of course, he would do all he could to tell you a story that would have you believe the opposite. Stories like, you don't have the time. You aren't important enough. You aren't a priority right now. You don't have the support you need. You're so out of practice or out of shape that it will be hard. Too many things in your lifestyle would have to change in order to make those things happen. Now is not the time. In short, what he's really saying is, don't repent. (laughs) Don't turn around. Don't do the things that will give you a vision of who you really are and who God is and help you see your life in a better light. We will get off track constantly. (laughs) In fact, I wonder if I'm not about the same accuracy as the airplane that is off course 99% of the time. My job as the pilot of my life is to constantly work on returning. If you find yourself right now in a downward spiral, I invite you to spiral up. I invite you to return, repent. But let's expand the way that we view repentance. It can start as simply as taking care of yourself in the fundamentals. Eat, move, sleep, be present, be grateful, get in nature. All of these things Help us to see ourself, to see God, and to see the world in a new view. It helps to change and turn our hearts. And when we include the Lord in these things, it expands even more. Imagine what our life would be like if those fundamental habits of self-care were a consistent part of our life. Do you think we could more easily see the turns? Do you think we could more quickly return and spiral up? Do you think you can more easily have a fresh view about yourself, God, and the world? 
Would that change the way you responded in those pivotal moments when you might feel like breaking a slate over someone's head? Viktor Frankl is attributed to saying that between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. That space that Frankl describes is where agency lies, the power to choose. But I can tell you from experience, when I am not living the fundamental habits of repentance in my life, that space between stimulus and response feels like it's not even there. I go straight from stimulus to response with no space at all. My temper flares. I yell. I get offended. I say things I regret. I spiral down fast. However, when I live the fundamental repentance habits, I'm getting my sleep, I'm eating good food, I'm moving my body, I'm taking care of myself, I'm meditating, I'm reading my scriptures. It's like the space exists again. It expands. It feels like there's more time before I react. I see it. And the truth is the choice is always there. But when you aren't taking care of yourself, you are limiting your agency. It fades from view. And we simply live in reactive mode. Repentance restores our agency. In fact, I would go as far to say that it cultivates it. It grows it. I can promise you that as you dedicate your efforts to fundamental repentance habits that care for your body and your spirit and your mind, you truly do have a new view of yourself, God, and the world. You really do feel a turning of your heart. Your agency expands. You course correct so much faster and you get back on track. You return and you spiral up. Do you think it is a coincidence that our very DNA is made up of a spiral? The DNA double helix is a spiral formation and contains the blueprint of who you are. And who you can become. You were made for this type of growth. Even in the most microscopic elements of your body. The spiral is in your DNA. We were made for repentance. We were made to return. And spiral up. Imagine your life joyfully practicing repentance. And look forward with faith. Do you listen to these episodes and love what you hear and wonder where to start? I invite you to take my Christian meditation 40 day challenge course. Meditation is my most important practice of the day. And I use it for so many things, including spiraling up repentance. (laughs) This is my favorite repentance tool to expand my agency and help me see the space between stimulus and response. The key is consistency. That's why I love that this is a 40-day challenge. The challenge is to do it for 40 consecutive days. Starting a new habit, and even more so, being consistent, can be tricky. This is why I offer every student a free buddy pass, allowing you to handpick your own friend or family member to take the course with you. You get your own accountability partner, and you both do the challenge together. Two people start a new empowering practice instead of just one. 
If this is calling out to you, I invite you to register at the link in the show notes or you can find it on my website at brooksnow.com. You can do this. I am cheering you on. <laughs>